IDC Radio. Part of your world. With Shiri Epstein and Tally Coin. Hi everyone, this is Part of Your World in the IDC International Radio 106.2 FM. I'm your host, Tally, and I'm here with my co-host, Shiri. Shiri, what's up? Hey, Tally. So today's episode, coming off of Spider-Man No Way Home being on theaters right now, we're going to talk about Marvel. But before that, as always, some updates and our new segment, Conspiracy Theories. For those of you who don't know, Conspiracy Theories is replacing Easter eggs that we had on Season 1. So that's Season 2 updates for you guys. So do you want to start us off with some updates? Absolutely. So the first update movie we're going to talk about is a movie that's going to air on May 6, 2022. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So Benedict Cumberbatch, which is Doctor Strange, he will return as the Sorcerer Supreme with, bear with me, Elizabeth Olsen, joining him as the Scarlet Witch. Um, the issue with this movie is that COVID-19 pushed the film's release from November 2021 to March 2022, and again to May 6, 2022. And they replaced Thor Love and Thunder. Um, also, if for those that haven't realized... Uh, the um, teaser trailer has come out officially. Oh. And the posters. Exciting, exciting. I didn't watch it because I am going to watch Spider-Man No Way Home tonight. And I heard that there's spoilers for the movie. So I was oh. like a little scared. Um, so when this episode comes out, hopefully I have already seen the <laughs> teaser trailer and Spider-Man. Um, but continuing on to the movie that, repl- that Doctor Strange replaced, Thor Love and Thunder... Is now going to be released July 8th, 2022. Obviously, it has a spoiler that reveals that Natalie Portman is returning. And um, there's a plot twist that has come officially from the comic books themselves. Because we will talk about it in the Marvel episode. But they don't follow exactly the same path anymore. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about it. The comic books are the origin of Marvel, but things have changed with with time. For sure. Um, Our next update, I want to give a little intro before we say it. We don't agree (laughs) with uh, what Disney is doing. (laughs) So this is why we're putting it out there for everybody to know, because we don't think it's okay. Yeah. So, uh, Tali, do you want to start us off? Sure. So uh, Disney proceeds with death on denial, despite Army Hammer's scandal. It's been almost a year since multiple women accused Hammer of emotional abu- abuse, manipulation, and coercion. And since April, a woman came out accusing him of rape. But Hammer has denied all the allegations and was dropped by his agency um, and removed for a number of TV shows and movies, except Disney. <laughs> who's continuing on. The release of the movie is supposed to be on February 11th. I don't know how well it's going to go for Disney. Listen, listen, they shouldn't be doing this. And I'm pretty sure it will reflect reflect in their box office. I agree. I hope it does. And I hope they don't make money off of this movie because then they will realize the big mistake that they have made. Definitely. Because I know it's allegations and nothing's proven yet. But even then, you're putting... Listen, always trust a woman. That That's... I agree. And at the end of the day, this will reflect on Disney that even with allegations, many other TV shows and movies have dropped him. Yeah. So. And Disney should have as well. Yeah. It's it's sad 
that this is happening right now and that he's still there. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, <laughs> something a little bit more happy uh, today in Disney, uh, December 24th, the day before Christmas. Woo, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, I'm going a little back in this, but um, in 1999, uh, Walt Disney World premiered the first, their very first Merry Christmas parade on television, and it was the first parade to be filmed and broadcasted for Christmas. Which is lovely. Now we have it a lot is. of them. There's always the Macy Parade, which is really famous. Yeah. Obviously, the Walt Disney one is always very famous. <laughs> but it's really nice that, like, you know. It's a really nice thing. Like, honestly, it kind of, like, lights up the mood of Christmas in the parks. It's just, I mean, watching it from the TV, yeah, great. Imagine watching it in person. It's it should be so amazing. Cool. Right. But I also will say that it really shows the creativity in Disney that they thought about putting this parade that I'm sure they did before mm -hmm. on air. So uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. So moving on to conspiracy theories. Yeah, I'm excited. Today we're bringing to you a conspiracy theory about Beauty and the Beast. And the theory basically says that the sorcerer is the real villain in the movie. Shiri, you want to tell us why? Yes. So obviously in the movie, the villain of the movie is Gaston. They continue it on. We know that Gaston is part of the evil villain group. We've talked about this before. But let's talk truthfully. He's just kind of a misogynistic guy, and he's cocky, and nobody likes these kind of guys in real life either. Listen, the only actual mistake he made was trying to murder Maurice. Yes. But, like, his plot isn't even that big of a story. No, he's, like, just a side character, honestly. So let's talk about the sorceress or enchantress or witch or whatever you want to call her who actually sets the plot in motion oh yeah definitely without her there wouldn't be no movie exactly so is she actually maybe the evil villain maybe we think so <laughs> um i think so at least um, i i completely agree so with you. in the prologue of the movie what we end up finding out is how the beast became the beast which was basically 10 years earlier than the movie starts mm -hmm. she disguises herself as a beggar and asks him for housing in exchange for a rose he refuses and she curses him until he finds his true love and he needs to find her before the 21st birthday or his stay a beast forever now let's calculate here something 10 years before the movie starts the movie starts on his 21st like year of life yeah so he was 11 he was what he was 11 year old is gonna let a random stranger into their house exactly it doesn't make any logical sense and even even so like the crime she gave him for not giving her housing in exchange for the rose like that's it's not like comparable you know like what is that yeah it's definitely doesn't make sense at all it's completely out and it's not even like She's asking for, like, I don't know, food or money, which would be much more reasonable for yeah. a kid to give. Yeah. But she wants housing. Like, I would be scared for my life. I'd be oh, like, yeah. who is this person? Why would I let them stay in my house? What if they yeah. murder me? Yeah. Um, but I mean, okay, it's a Disney movie. This probably won't happen. But still, like, logically speaking. Right. I think he was right in this situation. Yeah, me too. I should also state that the fact of the matter is that she also cursed all his servants for no reason yeah they had nothing to do with nothing this. to do with it and they they got cursed so bad that they were so like they were pushing bells to fall in love with the beast so much yeah because they wanted out as well because they got punished for an 11 year old 
doing something that is logical. Completely unreasonable. Completely Gosh. unreasonable. But um, yeah, so the true villain is the sorceress that cursed an 11-year-old into being pushed out of society because he's a beast. How can he go back yeah. to society and fall in love? Yeah. Obviously, the whole point of the movie is that you don't judge a character by how they look. But blah, 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 blah. If but you really think of the movie, everyone except Belle judged him from how, how he looks. The thing is, at the end of the day, you're ruining somebody's life for not giving you home. But, like, it's the most logical thing that he refuses. Yeah, yeah. So um, the sorceress in Beauty and the Beast, we never see you apart from this uh, like short scene, but we don't like you. <laughs> we hate you. And you, I mean, she said the plot and it's a great movie. It is so a great movie. I'll give her movie. that. I'll give her that. But you're the true villain and more people should realize this. Because like the villain of this movie is Gaston and Gaston's just a guy in love with like... Listen, a prim- the movie a girl. could go by without Gaston. He's not that necessary. He really he really isn't. I mean, he, he gives more plot to the movie somehow, but, like, literally, you could cut him and the movie would be practically the same. Yeah, I feel like, at the end of the day, the only thing Gaston does, apart from trying to kill, is he gets the mob to try to kill the beast, yeah. and that's when Belle realizes she's in love with him. But, like, truthfully, the mob can be there anyway, like... Gaston is just a guy in love with a girl and he's not the nicest guy out there. That's it. Yeah. But like, we all know someone like that. Oh, definitely. It's just a real life mirror of men. Yeah. Of some men, not all men. Not all men, some men, yeah. Anyway, continuing on to Marvel. So Marvel's our main segment. So we're going to start you guys off with some Marvel history. Chiri, do you want to start? Yes. So, the Marvel Comics was found in 1939. It was originally a pulp magazine published by Martin Goodman. And eventually it became Timely Comics. And after a while, it eventually became Marvel Comics, as we know today. And um, this is a bit of backstory on the comics, which originated Marvel, of course. So the very first Marvel movie ever made, which is the third on the chronological order of the Marvel timeline, it is set in 2010, even though it came out in 2008. So it is Tony Stark, Iron Man. Right. It's actually has a 94% Rotten Tomato, which uh, crazy, crazy. It's the first one. Obviously, this led to all the movies being produced because it got such a big hit. Yeah. And, like, who doesn't remember the first time watching Iron Man? Like, it's a great movie. It is. It um, is. Great actors. Robbie mm-hmm. Donner Jr., amazing. He's one of the, my favorite actors. Oh. Not just Marvel in general. I love his films. Well justified. Yeah. So they, they picked a really good movie and a really good character mm-hmm. and actor to portray it. Because I feel like he fits Tony Stark perfectly. Like, this kind of, like... um player millionaire cocky like Mm -hmm. it's perfect yeah definitely but actually the first movie of uh the comic books and the series of marvel should be captain america the first avenger um it was released on july 22nd 2011 there are movies like if you look it up online there are like people that tell you how to correctly watch the marvel movies yes yes um Basing it off of, like, timeline. So, obviously, Captain America would be the first. It was in the World War Two, I think. Yes, and then Captain Marvel comes up. Yeah, and then and it's then, Iron Man and yes. continuing on. So, yes. just look it up. 
there's a whole list of it. If oh, you yeah. want to do a movie marathon, there are a bunch of Marvel movies. We were, when we were researching for this episode, basically all we could find was a chronological order of the Marvel movies. Yeah, people really like seeing the movies. In yeah. cro- I think it makes sense. I think it's a nice idea. Like, if you have, like, 50 hours of <laughs> movie time to spend, like, a whole week to spend on watching Marvel movies, it's really nice because then you actually see the beginning, the middle, the yeah. end. There's no end yet, but you know, if we go all the way to like Spider Man right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in two thousand and nine, which was after Iron Man but before Captain America, Disney bought Marvel for four billion dollars. Yes. Um Captain America was already in production at that point. So the first movie that Marvel created with Disney was actually the Avengers, which mm-hmm. came out in May 4th, 2012. Uh, has 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Made $1.5 billion in the box office. Wow. Yeah, it's a good movie. It is. It definitely is. Um, so, like I said, the first the first movies, um, which is Iron Man and Thor, were done by Paramount. Mm-hmm. And then the Spider-Man films before... The current Spider-Man ones, like the old Spider-Man, yeah, um, was actually Sunny, uh, and now Spider-Man: Homecoming started the Disney Marvel Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. Um, so right now, what we're living is the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase Four. So the Phase Four features of all the Marvel Studios produced to set to be released from 2021 through 2023. Right. So Phase Four started on Disney Plus with WandaVision. Amazing TV show. Amazing. 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, And going off of uh, the movies, it started with Black Widow coming out in July 2021 with 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. We have talked about Black Widow before. We have, yeah. And our opinion of how late this movie is in the sequence. But at least it came out finally. Yeah. Um, Also, going along with that is... Um, there's the suspicion if there's going to be an Avengers 5, and they're questioning if there's going to be an Avengers 5, mostly because in the original Marvel series, most of the original Avengers are gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Digital Spy made an article saying that they, um, they think there's going to be a new Avenger with the new cast because yeah. of the fact that Avengers have made so much money for Disney. Yeah. That would actually make sense. To make sense. Disney has an empire that would make sense. Yeah, they're, they're making a lot of money. Listen, but, but that it... means they have to change because they, in this, in phase four, they have movies going all the way up to 2023. It means that they might have to change what they're expecting to happen with Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, we, I, I don't know if we talked about this, but, um, we did talk about it before. <laughs> um, <laughs> With Chadwick Boseman dying from uh, cancer, his movies are going to be different, obviously. Yeah. Bad Pattern, the Avengers movies. Yeah. Um, we will c- talk about it in the next episode, I think, more mm-hmm. in, in updates. So um, look out for that. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, let's talk about a little bit more of what the future of Marvel is expecting um they have planned future films like five to six years before they announce them Mm -hmm. which you know things happen unexpected things happen 
like I said. Um, so maybe they'll change that. We will see. Um, but they have announced movies that are coming all the way out until 2024. Um, so maybe things won't change as much. It does take a really long time to make a movie. Yeah. So yeah. who knows? Who knows? Um, the Avengers Campus in Disney is a new attraction. We have talked about it before. Mm-hmm. And um, people have been loving it. Yeah. Big time. There's a lot of hidden things that if you like walk around to like show you that you become like Ant-Man and you become smaller, the ground changes like in size. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of things going on over there. It yeah. seems really cool. It was really it cool that some of the Avengers original cast went for the day that it opened. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that if you have the chance to go to the Avengers campus, it's a definitely cool experience. Yeah. And Disney Imagineers are amazing at like creating that experience for people definitely disney parks don't disappoint at all and i wouldn't think that they would disappoint with the avengers park either i don't think so because of the fact that like the avengers is such a loved um fandom Mm -hmm. also let's talk the truth about the avengers fandom i feel like most people are it's not like this like very niche thing like our next episode is going to be at star wars and Mm -hmm. they have more of a niche fandom but avengers like everybody loves the avengers Mm -hmm. everybody goes sees the avenger movies like when we go to theaters, there's like little kids and adults and like and everyone. It's literally for all ages and everyone enjoys it, especially the people that have been uh, following Marvel for a while. Yeah, they always add exciting like scenes and exciting Easter eggs for people that actually know Marvel. And it just blows your mind when you're in the movie watching it. And let's talk about the post credit scenes. Oh, I love the post credit scenes. It, at the beginning, people didn't know. And I still feel like there's people who don't know about Definitely. the post credit scene. Definitely. I haven't gone to watch a Marvel movie in a while. But um, the last few times, like, I'm thinking about it. Like, people leave yeah, they before do. the post credits. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, no, no, no. You got to stay. So, like, yeah. I think I don't remember the first one that I watched that had a post credit scene. But everybody was walking out, including us. And mm-hmm. my brother-in-law is a huge disney marvel star wars fan movie Mm. fan um and we he even didn't know about this and thankfully there was a really long line to the exit Mm -hmm. and the scene started playing and everybody ran back in (laughs) (laughs) to the movie theater and we were all standing there like watching it i'm i'm pretty sure the first uh post-credit scene i've seen was in the first ant-man but i'm not 100 percent sure people took a while to find out people took a while because usually like the, I feel like even theaters didn't know about this because mm. they turn on the lights before yeah. the post credit scene. Yeah. Now they don't. Now everybody, ex- not everyone, people still leave. Yeah. Which I don't get. The, I think the best part of the Marvel movies is are the, the post credit. Yeah, listen, when I see people leaving after a Marvel movie before the post credit scene, I'm like, oh, loser, you don't even know what you're missing. Yeah, they have amazing post credits. Also, do. they either give you more of a story on what happens yeah. or. They give you something for the next movie. Yeah, like I think in I think it was in one in uh, Captain Marvel mm-hmm. that the post credit scene was how Nick lost his eye. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's the cat. I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this. It's the cat <laughs> scratching Nick. At the, that's the post credit scene. Yeah, but like it's because also this movie's meant to be set way before all the other movies that are had mm-hmm. already taken place. But it's a nice like little thing because then you're like, huh this is what happened that makes so much sense now (laughs) 
So, like, people who left that will never find out why yeah. Nick Fury lost yeah. his eye. So, I think our advice for uh, Marvel movies is watch them in order. If you can, I know movies keep coming out out of order and it's kind of impossible. Yeah. And uh, stay for the post credit scenes. Yeah. And that was part of your world here in IDC International Radio 106.2 FM. I'm Shiri. I'm Tali. And thank you for being with us today. 